Hi guys and welcome to Your Recibos. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your mama Sita Milena Sanchez. Audrey, formerly known as Garnas Finest. And it's your girl Tolly T. Yeah. Ow, 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 Where's the vim, mate? As you go now. I'm saying ow because I'm actually in pain because a bitch is sick. Oh, again. The, the vim is from fucking She's sick Audrey. From me, but I'm feeling better than I've ever felt. <laughs> I said I feel like shit She goes I'm feeling better than ever I feel great actually <laughs> Do you? Um, No I don't I'm absolutely shattered uh, It's an really? early Sunday morning It's an early right. Sunday morning And I was I just got in Four hours before this morning uh, So mate. Rebel. shattered But let go Let, let go. go First dilemma Hey, recently found your show and I love it. Makes the two hours of waking, of taking my child to nursery most days actually enjoyable and not dull, even if I do look like a nutter laughing out loud. Mm -hmm. So me and my fiancé first got together one summer a few years ago through mutual friends. That September I started uni and we have... And we gave long distance a go, sorry. Fast forward a few months later and I found out I was pregnant. I couldn't go through an abortion, um, abortion, <laughs> abortion and so dropped out of uni and we thought we'd be okay because we loved each other and helped each other through some deep shit. Love. He was honestly so supportive. He attended appointments with me. He got himself a really good job and we moved into a flat I mean, together. As he should. Bare minimum, like, like, as you know, should. Like, that's okay. okay. Sorry, let me just We keep there, praising like. them for the bare minimum. No, like, you should for bare minimum. It's like a man that's expecting a child and then sorting himself out because expecting a child is not, it's not doing it for you. Like, it's not doing anything. It's not, because, yeah. it's not like it's like being there for you. Exactly. He's, he's been doing the, the right thing because yeah. he's got to have a child. You, that's what you should do. That's what you're meant to do. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, when the baby was born, he was amazing and still is amazing with our child who is now one. Oh, he Here we go. Well, she, your child is still happy, isn't it? Last year, he proposed to me and I said, yes, I know everything has moved fast over the last few, few years. Baby moved in together and now we're engaged. But now I honestly feel so trapped. Mm-hmm. My, my fiance pays for rent bills and all our food since I go to uni so can't work and I use my student finance to pay for all of the childcare and my travel truthfully if it weren't for our child we wouldn't be together and I think he knows that we argue on a weekly basis and this often comes up we no longer have much in common as we've changed a lot since initially meeting like you literally met last last week um we haven't had sex or anything for over a year because I can't get wet or turned on and it hurts And my doctor said it's probably because of my hormones haven't returned back to normal. Um, but basically, I'm trying to find my... I'm, I'm finding myself thinking about my ex regularly. Uh, we do message on social media and honestly, I miss him so much. I often think about the sex we had together. Mm. Things would never you work, however. Things would never work out because I now have a baby and he, live, he lives far away from our hometown. But we have so much in common and I hate myself for for letting him slip away I feel trapped in this home because I can't afford my own place never mind bills or food childcare costs me over £800 a month my mum and dad live out of town and recently moved away so I haven't so they haven't got a bedroom for me to stay in never mind to have my baby as well I have nowhere else to live my fiance said it's okay we can start we can still live together and he'll sleep on the couch if that's what I want but how can I live this way I feel no other option but to carry on pretending everything's okay Times like this, I think like cheating would be the easiest option. I'm so scared of my baby growing up in a broken home and I don't want his childhood destroyed. Nobody in my family has ever split up before. Split up before and I would be mortified to be the first, especially as so many people doubted us when I fell pregnant. I have no friends to talk to about this because they're also my fiance's friends too. And I don't want to create awkward vibes. What do I do? Do I call it off and then what do I do? Or do I stick it out and pretend everything's okay? Or do I cheat? Um, well, this well, is the well, problem a, a of lot, giving there's, there's your a, all to one person. Like it is a lot to digest. Where I don't think there's a problem giving your all to one person. I think to be fair, when the guy, I reckon, after everything that's happened, he's done the right thing. He's definitely a stand. Like he's continuously done the right mm. thing. Not as him, in like, her. as in like quote unquote like the right thing sort mm-hmm. of thing like you got pregnant he got himself a job mm-hmm. he worked himself out you guys moved in together he started paying the, the bills Jeez. he proposed to you he did all the things that thought okay cool it, we're in the situation mm-hmm. these are all the things you're meant to On do paper. to kind of like make yeah. it right and to make it okay sort of thing so to be fair to my nephew, there was a problem I think that you know what right 
I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't say cheat and I wouldn't no. say Kevin how you're living. I honestly think you should leave him. I feel yeah. like you're both like, mm. I feel like I find it funny when people are like, I hate my boyfriend, but I don't want my kid to be, mm. to go up in an unhappy, broken home. Yeah. Break the thing exactly. and allow happiness to and happen. And flourish. Like, I'm sorry, as long as both of you are still consistent in the child's mm-hmm. life and both of you act mature, yeah. like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And, Kids pick up on stuff. If Absolutely. their home is unhappy, kids pick up on it. They don't yep. want to come Absolutely. home anymore. Then they grow up as teenagers who so just kind of like wander the streets because they know that every time they walk into the it's home, but <laughs> it's true. They come home, it's not happy. I'm just laughing at wander the streets. Like, finish <laughs> no, school and they're like, everything can I, what can I do to not go back home today? Because mm. the house is unhappy, yeah, it's yeah, dead. True, I mean, true. like, if you guys really want to work it out, maybe do counseling and actually talk to each other and mm. really be honest with each other, like, really, really be honest with each other because, mm. yeah, a lot has happened in a short space of time and maybe that's what it is maybe you're getting cold feet and it's not also this whole fucking ex thing yeah oh, can I just clarify right it's fucking you don't miss him it's you nostalgia yeah. exactly. that's all it is you miss yeah. how he made you feel you at a particular time you don't miss that person as mm. a like I want to be back with this person you're just nostalgic because mm. whatever you're going through at the moment mm. ain't it Exactly. Mm-hmm. Start watching your own grass, people. So, it's either oh, really totally work agree. on what you guys have got, like you and your partner and your baby. Yeah. Really, really work on that and like see a yeah. counselor and like be purely honest with each other and give it a good go if the case is you don't want to have your child on broken home. Mm. But if the case is that, you know what? I actually cannot even stand to look at this man. Mm. Or I just don't want to be in this anymore. Yeah. I'm severely unhappy. Move out. It will, you have every time people are like, oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I can't afford this. Han, human instincts will kick you, in. Yeah, you, yeah. You, if it's go part time at union, start working mm-hmm. again. Start asking for assistance with like we've, we've got a government that helps people mm-hmm. apparently, so they can help you sort something out. Like it's not it's, we're not it's, it's not true. the end of the world. It's true. The and, and, and literally, don't worry about if you're the first first one to break up. Yeah, you're you quote unquote happily home but. because. Like babes, they're not in the in the um, situation that you're in, so exactly. don't even worry about that. They're not you. They're not living the life that you're living. They're not going through the motions you're going through. So, and probably they're not even happy either. So surprised, boy. People are not happy. I totally agree with you both. I just think that like. You're, do you know what? Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're just very overwhelmed with everything that's happened, yeah. and so I lot. think that's kind of clouding your judgment. And I think that there must be something there with this guy because you obviously fell for him quickly. You fell head over heels. So, like Tully said, if it's a thing whereby you you desperately you don't want to break up your family and you do, then I think that you do have to make like try and choose to love this person. Like I really believe that you can because honestly, <laughs> like he sounds like a good guy. Do you know what I mean? He's done everything right by you and he's clearly invested in this relationship and I think you should and I think you should give it a shot. You definitely do not miss, miss your ex. I don't even think about going back there. <sighs> yeah, if your ex was all that you'd still be with yeah. him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You broke up for a reason. And I think you're just looking for some excitement. You know sometimes when things are a bit like yep. down, you start digging and yeah, you start exactly. looking for excitement. Yeah. And like when you're on a night out and like you're let's yeah. say like you're tired of that night out or something you literally just go from your phone and start messaging people like you don't just message someone just exactly just entertainment just, at that just time want entertainment so i think that's what that one is um i think there's just no point in dwelling on the fact that you guys did things fast like you're here now do you know what i mean so it's about focusing on how you can move forward with your situation so it's either you figure it out if i if i i would just say what i would do i think i would really really try yeah with the guy because it sounds like i just think that there's a lot of other contributing factors um that are making you feel the way you feel and it might not necessarily be that you don't care for him kind of thing. So I think just just give it your absolute hardest, but do not cheat. All that's going to do is just add an extra layer of drama yeah, to your situation that you don't need and, it, and it's just long. Nothing and honestly, this guy doesn't cheating. deserve it. Yeah. That exactly. guy exactly. actually it. doesn't deserve I'm keep, it. Yeah, I'm going to keep it 100 as well. Like, yeah, he doesn't he at doesn't all. He sounds like a stand-up guy. Yeah. A stand-up guy. And, you know, we always say about looking for something else on the other side. Like, the grass is never greener on the other side. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But I feel like you've got a good thing and I think you should just try. And I also don't think like relationships meant to be plain sailing and great exactly. at all times. Yeah. No and, way. Like, look, look at all the changes that's happened to mm-hmm. your life. Like, like all of these changes are massive and kind mm-hmm. of all rock who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So don't... She's so young. Yeah, exactly. Don't be like, oh, I'm not loving it now. I'm on out. Yeah. Like work at it. Shit. You'll be doing that forever. Maybe yeah. try like start going on dates again if that's the case. Like, like with your fiance. Got, yeah. How much she wants to cheat. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no, no. With your fiance. So yeah. you can like, I don't know, reignite that spike. spike? Yeah, wow. make an effort. That spark. Did you say reignite that spike? <laughs> 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 reignite wow. that spike. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> okay, cool. Next slide. 
dilemma. Hi, girls. First and foremost, I love your podcast. You're all fucking baddies who yes. are humble, have beautiful souls, great Ooh. minds, and fucking awesome personalities. My okay. team, my yeah, brother. Thanks, yes. Let me get right to it, sis. I'm a 22 year old gay, white, cute male living in South London. I love that he said cute. Yes. Right? Yes. No yes. I came out as gay in 2013, and since then, I've been very open to all sorts of things with men and women. Okay. I currently work in PR for quite a big financial firm. It's predominantly led by white, straight, chauvinistic males. Anyway, I started working there in 2017 and and the business is split by various departments. So I don't really know why, I don't really know everyone who's a part of the team. Okay. A few months ago, I was working late and by late, I mean 8.30 and we finish, <laughs> <at> five. <laughs> and finish at five. And my colleague, let's call him Jack, was also working late. Jack is a beautiful, 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 white, tall, blonde, muscular, incredibly, incredibly confident man with great bleached teeth and a huge schlong. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> And I'll tell you how I know that. One evening, <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you how I know that. One, One evening. evening, it was Jack and, and it was Jack and I in the office, and we kept looking at each other whilst being at our computers. Jack and I have always exchanged looks. I've caught him looking at me as I walk by, and he's also and he's always so interested in me and what I have to say. He's quite senior and I'm more junior. So it kind of intrigues me that he was so interested. Anyway, let me get to it. All right. Jack is straight. I am gay. That evening, I was struggling with something on my computer Mm -hmm. (laughs) and kept huffing and puffing. So he came to me and stood beside me (sighs) whilst whilst talking me through how to fix it. His bulge was literally in my face. I kept staring at it and I could feel him looking at me. I tried to focus on what he was saying, but I couldn't. I lunged towards his bulge. I was literally (laughs) sniffing his dick. (laughs) He just looked at me (laughs) and he unzipped his suit trousers. And you can guess the rest. This sounds like a fucking film. It sounds like a film, right? Or the start of a porno. <laughs> exactly. He unzipped his trousers and you can guess the rest. That was it. That was... That was it that day. Only oral. Oh, okay, only. Cool. Only. Anyway, as weeks went by, I was blowing him daily. Oh. <laughs> anyway, as weeks went by, I was blowing him daily during work hours in closets in rooms in the building. We found ourselves working late all the time too and doing the deed. We'd sleep together on desks, sofas and sis. He beat these cake, cakes up. Y'all don't even care about losing your job. No, you don't, you know. Like, that. like okay, nothing. Cool. Luckily, in it, luckily the CCTV is outside our office and the security doesn't come in, come in as long as our lights are on. Okay. One day I went back to his and we spent the night together and I came back with him in the in the <laughs> and I came back with him in the same outfit as the day before and I think people were beginning to get suspicious as they were giving me the look with a smirk. Some of my closet workmates know I'm kind of attracted to Jack, but little do they know. <laughs> I'm incredibly camp and Jack and I have, have nothing in common. So the fact that we're constantly hanging out, I think my work colleagues are beginning to suspect things. One even made a jokingly snide comment about me being his bitch, which mind you, when he lays pipe, I am. <laughs> I mean, you ain't wrong. I mean, <laughs> Once one of my colleagues saw me leave one of the closets, but Jack was still in there. And I was... <laughs> And as I was leaving, I quickly shut the door so they wouldn't see Jack. And I said I was looking for a mop because I spilled water in the kitchen. Luckily, I think Jack got the message. Anyways, Jack says he isn't gay. Okay. Okay. And wants nothing with me romantically. But he's just curious and enjoys how I do things. Once he told me he loved me whilst we made love, but then asked me to swallow his kids. Okay. Okay. I'm falling in love with him and I don't know what to do. My dilemma is, is Jack using me? Is he a closeted or is it just a case of seeing me as a masturbation toy? Do I tell him I love him? Do I come out to everyone? Thanks so much. Thanks for that detailed dilemma. Of course he's closet. Yeah. Like, of course he is. No, literally. Like, of course he is. Yeah, he's definitely on the down low. Like, there's just no two ways about it. If he's telling everybody he's straight, but he's sleeping with you and engaging in sexual activity with you on the low, then he's definitely a closeted gay. There's no two ways about it. You guys have had sex and it's obviously... Continuously. Continuously. Over and over again. And he's not curious because I kind of understand the notion of being curious, but this is past curiosity. And also, yeah. I feel like with curiosity, once I've done it, okay, I've done it now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, let yeah, me yeah, move yeah. on. I don't need anymore. But like, this back. is like, even if it was a case of he was curious, so he was curious, did he? It was like, I love this shit. I love it. Yeah. So no, carry it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, oh, the thing one. is, right, you know what? The whole story, I was just like, great, great, have fun, mm. live your life until he said he was falling in love with him. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, this is where we complicate things. Yeah. Because exactly. it was just like you were smashing, he was loving it, you're loving it. Mm-hmm. Well, he hasn't come out. That's not your problem. That's not up to you to make someone come out when they're not ready to come out. Yeah. Or if they don't want 
don't know how to come out yet. Um, but I, this is what I would do. I would be like, you know what? I'm starting to like you. Yeah, I, like, I won't say I'm loving you. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you know what? I'm actually starting to like you. Mm, and I yeah. understand that if you don't, if you don't, let's stop this now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just simple. Definitely put it on pause for now because I also think it's very dangerous what you guys are doing in the workplace. Hands. Especially because he's, obviously everybody thinks he's straight and he's doing this stuff with you on the side. But if you guys were, obviously you're in a consensual sexual relationship outside of work, then that's completely fine. But you're sneaking around the office doing things and it's mad I've heard so many stories about people that are like on the down low and closeted and like they get exposed and you don't know what in his anger or desperation what he could turn around and do to you do you know yeah. what I mean like as in like yes. not physically but he could get you fired he could accuse yeah. you of yeah. being a liar he said he was and in a just, senior position yeah, exactly well. and he's in a senior position and I just don't think you should jeopardise your work and your uh-huh. job you've obviously got a good job because of this man as well do you know what I mean like yeah. if it was out in the open or even if it was a thing whereby you know, you were openly seeing each other outside work call, but I just don't think, I think it's a little bit of dangerous territory because mm-hmm. he's clo- he's in the closet and it doesn't sound like it's something that he's ready to to deal with yet. So I would, um, I, yeah, I would just do what Tolly said. I would just put it on, on hold for now, see what he's saying, give him a chance to just like figure out what he wants to do. He's clearly not ready to come out yet. And this is why it's so hard to, just kind of to mess to with people it. at work though because imagine he's like yeah well obviously I'm not ready to come out with anything yet mm. let's end this now and then he still has to see him every single yeah. day this that's, is that's, so that's the thing awkward. you do when you, exactly. you work with because when the yeah. bulge was pulsating yeah you didn't you, you, you think you, about you didn't, like, you didn't like him then or so awkwardness you didn't so. know him like that so I think that yeah you just kind of have to take the L and just deal with it yeah honestly if it was just like we're just having sex mm. I'm loving it whatever I call like one that but it's the this I'm feelings to now. love him, bitch. Yeah. Y'all can't just have sex without feeling shit. And you guys just can't be in the closet at work. That closet like, must like, be big. It's, it's just hilarious because he's closeted and doing it in the closet exactly. and it's all like, oh my God, this is it's like... A, it's not condrendum. And so cliche. Having sex every single day in the office and staying Sounds behind late, bro. But I bet it makes the day go so much faster. Oh my God. Oh. Imagine the excitement, But I wouldn't though. be able to do my work, though. Because I've been thinking about dicks the whole Exactly. I've been thinking about the dick the I've been doing typos. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Who made dick concern? You're sincerely dick. Thanks in advance. Hi, dick. So, so, Richard. Out of the dick office, I mean. Sorry. Out of dick, you know. Right, okay. Next dilemma. Hi, guys. I know everyone says this, but I absolutely love you guys. I'm so obsessed with your podcast. I pay for nothing but elevation and success. Yes, yes. I've been seeing this guy for almost six months now. Every and we... bad story starts with, I've been seeing this guy. <laughs> yeah, every bad story. Yeah. This I've been seeing this guy for almost six months mm. now. And we have both started, that we've both stated that we're exclusive and only talking to each other. I'm 20 years old and I've never spoken to a guy for longer than four months. So I'm stepping into new territory. <laughs> my dilemma is that my friends are down my throat that he's taking way too long to make me his oh. girlfriend. And when will he be ready to wife me? That's none of their fucking business. Right. First of all, I'm not in a rush to get into a relationship. And that's all that matters with him. As the talking stage is really important. And I'd rather know everything about before jumping into a relationship with Ooh, him. Good smart girl. girl. It's Milena, I'll take no. I know, right? <laughs> the guy I'm seeing is 22, and in his last relationship, he waited a year before asking his ex to be his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, it's a bit excessive, mm-hmm. but, but at 22, right? Yeah, it's cool. Are my friends all right in saying he's taking long, or are they t- talking out of their asses? By the way, we are quite young. Most of my friends have never been in a relationship and all talked to someone exclusively for a period of time. That's your answer then. They don't fucking know what exactly. they're talking about. Exactly. When I say I've been in this exact same situation, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. like where I was seeing a guy, I was perfectly happy with the way things are going and I let a friend get into my head and pretend, and I basically ended up ruining what I had because I became paranoid and obsessed with what they were saying. Yeah. If you're happy with the way things are going, and I mean if you're truly happy, then it honestly is no one else's business no one else's what the time span of your relationship is. Don't let people infect your brain with their standards. Do you know what I mean? If you're good, then continue doing what you're doing. But if 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 you genuinely want a relationship and you're questioning it, then by all means do it. But let that be your decision. That's all I'll say. Yeah, it's just, it's just not ready to be with him exactly. yet. Exactly. exactly. You're not even ready what? yourself. You're answering your own you're question. Do you know what? Sometimes, yeah. I've been saying, but it's never you have to tell your friends, you know. Not everything. Not everything. Like, I'm not saying because they're bad mind or whatever, whatever, but take time. I feel like sometimes, mm. especially in relationships, once you start 
listening to everybody else's advice mm. and hearing them get in your ear. Oh, you're so like, oh, I just, you're doing it for other people. Judgment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you finish six months, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Take time and take six months. Also, you're 20, he's 22. You, exactly. you lock and take six months. You can take Nobody six can waste months. my fucking time with six months. <laughs> <laughs> We're just seeing each other. But <laughs> for you, man, it's cool. Mm, I totally agree. Absolutely cool. Right, next element. Next one. Right. Hey girls, just hey, wanted hey. to start by saying uh, I love listening to your podcast and it's truly shining a shining light in my week. You guys are killing it. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you. I'll cut straight to it. My parents split up a year and a half ago. I'll be the first to say it was a true relief for my mum, my sister and I as I got uh, the constant arguments between my parents and it really got to me mentally and emotionally. Okay, See, refer the, back, back to, to the first dilemma, dilemma one. How you See? don't need to stay together exactly, for the kids because exactly, it affects them negatively. Exactly. Oh, I thought Full you guys circle. were saying that. I'm reading out the wrong dilemma. I was like, no, what? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay, the relationship had been unhealthy, virgin heavily on emotion, emotional abuse, and the split was for the best. My dad can be very can be a very difficult man and has struggled to communicate even with his own brothers and sisters. So when the split happened, I did my best to contact him regularly. Um Even when I was at home from uni, I volunteered to meet him at his new flats on a number of occasions. However, I began to notice that we would only ever talk when I initiated conversation. It was usually over ever pleasantries. And at some points, I even felt like he actually didn't truly even know me as a person. Never asking me about... Never asking about me or other than how are you for a solid year I continued being the one to message him first and ask him how his life was going and he always showed only a surface level of interest in what I was getting up to in my final year of uni I got super busy I stopped messaging him first and um consequently that meant we stopped talking altogether apart from exchanging birthday and holiday wishes very little was said since May, we haven't spoken. He's never asked to find out how my dissertation went, what grade I got, whether I even graduated or what my plans were for after uni. I'm doing well in life, got my first class and I'm working on a grad job in London. But every time I think about how long it's been since I spoke to my dad, I feel sick. I'm torn because he is blood and he was there for for me 19 years of my life as a great dad the split from my mom has left him bitter feeling like I've taken my mom's side over him I always I always remained impartial and just wanted a relationship with him and my mom separately but it became too exhausting chasing a parent who hardly seemed to care should I contact him reach out shouldn't a man care to reach out to his own damn kids regardless of how messy the split up with their partner was but at the same time that's my dad and the man who did a good job at raising me for most of my life girls can you give me some advice it's mad because like every part of me actually Melina you talk about this you just had a whole dad of information I was just about to say that yeah yeah so I think I felt exactly the same way I always looked at the situation like why he should be the one messaging me first I'm his child he's the adult in all of this like he should be the one coming to me like I shouldn't be making the effort and things and obviously if you guys follow me on Instagram you would have seen my journey that I've just come back from Barcelona I went to see my dad after 10 years and I met my siblings for the first time and when I sat down and actually spoke to him I understood a lot of things that were going on in his life that I didn't know about that he didn't speak about that made me kind of like fall back and understand why there were certain times that he didn't come to me or he didn't make efforts and stuff Mm. and like at some points I did feel selfish for putting that pressure on him but I mean that's my situation Mm. I don't know I don't know about their current situations but also my dad wasn't active in my life for 19 years straight Mm. so I I don't know what that's like at all so I'm I'm sure it, it it feels a bit more like foreign to you because you've had that man there consistently in your life and now he's not Mm. Whereas I've never had my dad mm-hmm. So it was never a thing Where I'm just like I'm, I'm super confused by this mm. I, I don't know to be honest I actually don't know um, I can't lie for me <sighs> I'd say carry on reaching out to him No oh, I Honestly know. if I was there I wouldn't carry on reaching out to him Really? But I'm, that's how I'm wired up I'm sorry the fuck mm. Like my father, who I've lived with for 19 mm. years, when when you moved out, when you guys woke up, you decided what you were done with me as well. Yeah. So because you were done with my mum, you are done with me. Like, yeah, I was consistently like, communicating with you. I wasn't hearing anything back. We got to a point where we're like, 
friends I used to know. What the fuck yeah. is that? You're my dad. You, I'm sorry. In that situation, for me, I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. I wouldn't reach out. You're my dad. Reach out to me. The most I'll do is I'll send some long last message to call you blah. Here's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like I was making all the effort. You wasn't doing anything, blah, 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 blah. Mm. And if change behavior doesn't come for that, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. I don't play them kind of games. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I, like, because do you know what? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm screwed. I'm done with fucking looking at dads as if to say they're the pinnacle of manhood. Mm. Fuck you, innit? Because at the end of the day, outside of being a dad, you're still a man. So if you want to move wayward, that's on you. I'm mm. sorry. As a child, I don't have bad vibes. Yeah. Clearly, the dad has bad vibes. When can you yeah. take, when when are you are you take accountability? You like, yeah. as men, it's just like, it's just so boring. It's I don't just like, shit, what you going on in your life? As the, as the dad, you should, as the grown up, you should always be the bigger person. I think it's like so lame that you split up with the mum, you're taking it out on your kids as a grown ass man do you know what I mean but the only thing I will say with regards to the dad is that maybe and I'm not justifying it and I ultimately I, I agree with with you Tully like grow up in it basically yeah. but I do also think that we don't know how this um, split has affected him do you Which know what I mean what like saying. so I mean, it doesn't make it okay. No, it doesn't make it okay in the slightest. But if he is going through some things because now he's, um, obviously he's not with your mum anymore mm-hmm. and maybe he's like a shadow of his former self. And you said that he never knew how to communicate. And what I will say is I feel like a lot of our parents, and I don't know your cultural background, but a lot of our parents have absolutely appalling communication skills because mm-hmm. they weren't taught it. Do you know what I mean? Like my granddad, like my dad always told me that my granddad was the most like he just my dad didn't have a relationship with his dad at all like literally my granddad all he did was provide like they didn't ever talk to them he paid school fees and he made sure there was a roof over their heads and there was food on the table but my dad had absolutely no pretty much no relationship with his dad and they grew up in the same house Mm. until you know forever like my my grandparents were married for 45 years do you know what I mean and but so when my dad became a dad he said he made a conscious effort to make sure that he always would have a good relationship with his kids so I feel like parents go either way it's either they take after what they know yeah. or they make a or conscious effort better, to yeah. do better but the point I'm trying to make is that maybe your dad just doesn't know any better and yeah. sometimes it's like that's not our fault because obviously we're, we grew up here and we've grown up in these times where we're taught about communication we're taught about yeah. opening up and we're taught about you know sharing our emotions and all of that stuff a lot of our parents didn't have that they just they physically don't know how to do it and I do think again I'm not making excuses for him because there are some things that are just common sense and that's your child so obviously apply common sense and reach out to your child in it but I'm saying that maybe on some levels he doesn't know how to approach the situation and also some some people culturally as well they see all of that stuff as being weak do you know what I mean so I don't I'm not saying that that's exactly what it is and I'm not saying reach out to him I'm also not saying don't reach out to him I'm saying like I know this sounds really corny but kind of just follow your heart if Mm. your heart is telling you that you know what I feel uneasy then I I would probably continue to reach out that's just me that's just me but then again Maybe I'm speaking from a place of privilege because I've got my dad in my life, so I can't see yeah, from the other yeah. side. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you haven't, I can understand why you might feel rejected and you might feel like, why the fuck should I? So I don't think there's any right or wrong. I just think that you have to, yeah, literally, you have to do follow it. your heart and do what feels right. If it doesn't feel right, not talking to him. Yeah. then continue to reach out. But if you feel like, you know what, I feel like I've honestly given my all and I can't physically do any more, then cut him off and let him be the bigger person. Let him come to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I think it's like a decision that you kind of have to make because we don't know the nuances of your situation. Do you know what I mean? We don't know what kind of daddy mm. was like for 19 years. We don't know what kind of relationship. Right now, he's moving very mad. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I just don't think there's a right or wrong. You just have to just do what you want to do. Literally follow what. Yeah, what just follow you your heart. Do. Like if you're religious, pray on it. Sometimes, honestly, prayer proper gives you the answers. It proper you know? does, you know. It, like, it gives you signs. You. It proper it like gives you signs. Like God gives you clear speak signs. To, speak to God and just see what God has to say. And I know I probably shouldn't be saying that, but I just feel like sometimes for me, it's the only thing that will open my There's eyes. Anyone that yeah. me, prayer really be the it key. Proper yeah. is the key. You like, know. Like God will give you signs or speak to you directly yeah. or someone will speak through like through you. So mm. try that and see what happens. Yeah. I think I'll definitely, if it's really like burdened in my heart, I'll have that chat. Like this mm. is how I feel. And then if nothing nothing <coughs> changes from that, mm. then I'm kind of you like, just have to yeah, kind of yeah, absolutely. Out, can't, to be fair. You can't be emotionally yeah. just like drained from your digestion. And I feel life. like sometimes people put more pressure on it. It's like, oh, but don't you feel like you want to be, is it not burdening your heart? Is it not weighing heavy on you? No. No, sometimes it's not, you know. Like, sometimes I can carry on with life as normal. Yeah. It's not like weighing heavy on me. It's, I'm good, doing it? So What's weighing on you is the people telling you that it should be weighing on you. That it should be weighing on you, yeah. <laughs> like, you've made peace of it. 
Yeah, but definitely, if you want to have a conversation with him, have a conversation with him, try and understand as well, like, what exactly that he's going through. Sorry, not to be bad man, you mm. know? What the fuck can he be going through? Mm. I don't know. Well, he definitely is going through something. Maybe he's like, going through heartbreak. Going through his heartbreak and the fuck has that got to do with me? Did yeah, I break your yeah, heart? True, I'm sorry. Fun. I'm yeah. sorry if that sounds no, horrible. No, it's true. I can't excuse parenthood like that, especially, mm. and maybe the only time is if there's some kind of mental issue and mm. I'm... Like if, I'm not yeah. capable of giving Mm-mm. you anything because I'm going through my mental thing. Sorry, what are you going to tell me? Oh, your mum broke my heart. But no, but also no, but I think it's a reminder of a, of the relationship that's, as well. That's, I can't do that. But do you know what? Sometimes but you don't I, know what they're going through. Sometimes I do think that we forget. Our, like our parents are human. No, I understand you know that. I, mean? I understand. I'm not saying our parents can't go through anything. Mm. I'm not a mum, but I can say is if my child's dad is pissed me off for not together anymore. Yeah, why would you what take you, that what you reminding me of? Like, okay, your my relationship, your relationship with your husband is outside your relationship with your kids. They're out. They're separate relationships. So unless it's some kind of mental issue where you're physically incapable of mm. doing anything or like something's actually gone on that it's like it's affected who you are mentally that you cannot I'm sorry for me personally I can't I can't buy it this one sounds like he's just being stubborn I just I from just the can't email buy it. it sounds like just stubbornness which is obviously out if of it's order. something like depression or things mm. like that and you're, you're incapable cool I get it but like oh uh, you know a couple of things are going on or mm. uh, you know like your mum broke my heart or you know but I just, say that and go sorry but this is your child mm. nobody asked you to bring me here yeah yeah, yeah. I literally didn't ask to be born. I'm sorry like fix up No it's true That's true And I just feel like Once you have that you have to, There's certain things You have to drop mm. You have to know that You can't be selfish anymore Yeah it's true mm. True Papa talking like It's my dad Sorry isn't it <laughs> no, I, I, but... I, don't, I, I can't stand things like that Cool Next dilemma um, Hey ladies First off I need to say how much I love you all And how fucking funny you all are I buzz every Wednesday for a new episode and you really helped me on some of my low days oh thank you babe so my sister has ovarian failure which means she had the menopause at 23 and she can't have children I'm so sorry to hear that I've never heard of that Mm. We are a big mm. Italian family So getting married and having children Is a big thing in our culture And something my sister really wants So she asked me whether she could use Some of my eggs to conceive using IVF As they wanted to keep it in the family And I'm the closest thing to her I said yes and we sat down To have a talk about it the other night I mentioned there's so much to talk about To the nurses And we have to put everything on the table Because this really is a very delicate situation I mentioned there's things to talk about To the counsellor Like as it will be from my egg Will it feel like mine at all Mm. This is something that is common To think when donating eggs But my sis got really upset And she thought that for a long time and she thought that but for a long time, but never heard it out loud before. It was really emotional and crazy situation to be in. It is something that I will do, of course, and I love her so much. I can't imagine what it must be like in her situation. But I just want to know the ins and outs before the, pro- mm-hmm. the process starts. That's fair. fair. Yeah, I'm curious to know <clears throat> what you think of this situation. Do you think I have, I will have a motherly attachment to the child or just an, or, or it's just an egg? That will feel nothing more like my niece. Just a part of my body helping her to have the baby. I would love to know your thoughts. Sorry for it being so long. It, first of it wasn't long, long at all. all. It was clear and concise and to the point. To be honest, there's no way of us knowing. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I don't, you don't know if you have yeah, the connection. It's just, that there's no way. Yeah. If I was in your situation, I would absolutely do it. Oh, God, like, yeah. There's not no 100% doubt in not my same mind. way. My sister she needs an arm. Yeah, take, me too. I'm kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I can't lie to you. So but I would absolutely, without a doubt, do it. And you absolutely have your rights to be like, no, I want to find out all the information. Yeah, I, that's I like, completely you, fair. Because it's, mm-hmm. your, it's your body. Yeah, you have yeah. every right mm-hmm. to want to find yeah. out absolutely everything mm. to do the procedure. You want to kind of preempt any situations mm-hmm. or any thought processes. In terms of the child's going to feel like yours or not, you'll, ne- you'll never you'll know. You'll never know. That's yeah, something to ask the counsellor. I think you know. the comforting... Um, comforting. Wow. Wow. Blowing a, English. A, wow. <laughs> a comforting thought would be like, that child is always going to be in your life. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then does that also make it harder? Because that's comforting, but also scary. Do you know, the only, oh, I, I don't know, I you know. Because it's like, I think right now it probably feels more like really scary because you, I think when, if, if, when you do this for your sister and then you go on to have your own family, I honestly think you'll be able to separate yeah. it. Wait, she's not going to carry the child, is she? No, no, no. They're just going to oh. extract the eggs. I feel like I'll yeah. be all right with that. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, yeah. From what I know, I don't know much, mm. but from what I know, I thought the attachment comes from carrying the child. Mm, yeah, but that's what I thought. Because that's what I, I thought, thought like, adoption if you would be really hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah because no. adoption is like you've had all of that and mm. it's that take. I've, I always think, mm. I, I've always thought that would be so, so hard. Yeah. Because you've carried it, you've built a bunch. But if it's not like, if it hasn't grown inside, 
outside of you. Yeah. I feel like you might be able to separate it. Yeah, yeah same. definitely. Same. I definitely Absolutely. think you will. I think you're completely right and fair in having the questions. Yeah. yeah. But I honestly think you would. You just have to look at it like literally you're doing your sister a favour. Like, I know mm-hmm. this sounds so mad, but just look at it like you're lending their money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it will be completely fine. Like, yeah. because you're not, it's not surrogacy. They're literally going to extract the egg and implant it in your system, do IVF. And I just think, do you know what? You should just look at it as you're doing such a beautiful oh, thing. And it's making me smile thing. because yeah. this is what I love about like modern times and technology because You've things that wouldn't that have been chance. possible. Yeah. And just think about what a great thing you're doing. So don't think about all of that other stuff, whether it will be yours, but just think about how happy your yeah. sister's going to be. Exactly. And the fact that you contributed to make change in her life yeah. for the better, uh-huh. you know, and let that overshadow the fears and the doubts. And uh-huh. that will be your niece, man. Mm. And you know ask I mean? all the questions you want. Yeah. Obviously, you're totally entitled mm. to, to understand this process. But um, I totally agree. You're doing something that's absolutely beautiful and amazing. And as you said, literally going to change her and her partner's life forever. I feel like because you're going into it, all information that, that there's not any bit of detail that Mm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go into it knowing that, I feel like you'll be able to separate it because you're going in there fully aware. Yeah. You're not like, oh, I don't know. I don't like, yeah. it's fully aware. It's what you want to do. No mm. one's pressured you to do it. Exactly. So I feel like you'd be able to distance that. No, and I think what you're doing is absolutely oh, amazing. Oh, like, you absolutely are an angel. Amazing. Your sister. We'll Keep us you. updated. Yeah, please do. Okay, next time. <clears throat> 20-year-old virgin. There was a whole 40-year-old and he lived. He didn't die. What? <laughs> 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 Hi, girls. Mm. Love your podcast. Your advice is so raw and real and the things you talk about are always so relatable. Oh, I listen you. every week without fail and feel like you guys are the big sisters I never had. He oh, says, thank you. anyway, here's my dilemma. As you may have worked out from the t- title, I'm 20 and still haven't had sex. My family is quite conservative which come, when it comes to talking about sex and just <coughs> relationships in general. My parents never gave me the talk, but I sort of got the impression that you, they both believe sex is something you say for the one. Having grown up with that view of sex, I've always been quite intimidated by it. I remember when my friends started losing their virginity at 16, 17, or even 18, it felt like something I wasn't ready for. And while I don't necessarily believe in waiting until marriage, I've always known I wanted my first time to be someone I was in a trusting relationship with. Unfortunately, it just, just hasn't happened. Anyway, I'm starting university in February, and I'm worried about still being a virgin. Don't Do you know any people Went to uni as virgins For fam like, They'll never tell you But they were there They were So many people it's, it's fine It's absolutely fine I sort of want to just Get it over and done with Don't no. do that Mm-mm. So it's not such a big deal Of course ideally I still wanted to be With someone special I don't see myself Getting into a serious relationship At any time soon There have been opportunities To have sex Over the past two years And looking back now I'm kicking myself For not taking oh, them Oh sis It's not that deep it's, I'm worried about Meeting guys at uni And having to say This is my first time Oh Sis Okay. That's such a weight and pressure to put on a guy It really isn't, you know mm. That you just met For instance, recently I met this amazing guy while travelling And after a few months He invited me around to his house And obviously I knew what that meant I turned him down Because I didn't want to tell him I'm still a virgin I feel like uni will just be A whole load of the same story It really won't Anyway, my question is Is it normal to still be a virgin at 20? <laughs> yes Yes Of course How should I go about it? Stay a virgin until you meet yeah. someone That you're special or that you like I can think of quite a few chances To have sex with people I know quite well Between now and February Don't what do that. that Don't do that Don't do February's that Should I just do it? No. no Don't do that Or is it just weird to go back And look for someone To have sex with for the first time? <laughs> yes So this is a bit long Oh no No um, no, no You're 20 years old You're going into you're uni Like <laughs> Sex is overrated, you know? Let me tell you something know right now. It's really, really overrated. Like, and the thing is, I think it will only be a big deal because you're placing so much emphasis yes. on it. You're placing, like, honestly, it should just be something like, oh, I had eggs for breakfast. It's really not that deep that you're a virgin. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't no. think you need to go scouring the internet and like searching for random people to have sex with just so that you just can so say you that can you're can not say, a virgin. Yeah. Like, it's not that deep. And especially if you're waiting for someone special to do it with, because even if you have sex one time with a random person, the next time you do it, it's going to kind of be like you're a virgin again anyway. Do you know what I mean? What you don't want to happen is obviously you've you've built up in your mind this fantasy that you want it to be with somebody especially you want to be in a relationship whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. if you go and do it with somebody that you don't really care about and you just want to get it over and done with you're going to regret it. Yeah, no, my thing is always just like do it. you will always remember your first person. Always, you will all like for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody the name of their first; they will yep. tell you straight I away. Tell you I don't know. He I know the <laughs> name. I know what I was wearing. I know every mm-hmm. single fucking every detail single of detail. that day. I know it all. So the thought of like 
doing it someone just find them just scratching mm. itch yeah. it just doesn't feel right I know like as much as it's not a big deal it also like I'm not saying you being a virgin is a big mm. deal but you doing it for the first time yeah. it's mm-hmm. a big deal so don't like think oh I'm just going to do it just to get it over and mm-hmm. done with there's nothing wrong with saying you are a virgin exactly. it's not a disease it's not there's, there's nothing wrong with it it's absolutely acceptable like it is, it is fine. It is fine. I feel like we're in a world that's so sexualized. Mm. We're, we're of the assumption that everybody's Everyone, having sex. Exactly. Everybody's at it. Everyone's at it. You'd be surprised how many people really ain't really getting even, their back blown out. Me, for it. example, I'm, a, like I'm alive. I'm flourishing. My skin's clear. Amen. So I don't think you need to be like, oh, what if I say to a guy, oh, it's my first time. So? so? And if he doesn't want to fuck with you after that, then he can go fuck himself. And then he's do. not the one. Exactly. Like, no, just like, it's, I just really don't think you need to be Men love a first timer. They love it. They feel like they've achieved <laughs> they, something. Exactly, they they're like, powerful. Yeah, because so I know you always you know, remember yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Because when they last the whole two minutes, they're like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. One minute, oh, so this is sex. Trust me, that is all it is. It's nothing even special, but I don't think she's even trying to do it because... She wants to. She just wants to. She's done it. Yeah. She's done it and get it out, out of the way, no, over and done with. Do but it's not like going to get your jabs. Do you know what I mean? But you just want to go and get it over. <laughs> it's not and your done BCG. With. Girl. It's not one of them things. It's just like take your time, and when the time is right, like that sounds corny, but when the time is right, the time is right. But yeah. don't don't do all of this. It's not that deep. It's not really that not deep. that serious. Do it when you're ready. When you meet the right person. Yes. Next dilemma. Hey ladies, you make me laugh out loud. Embarrassingly. In quiet public places And I love you for it Keep killing it Thank you I think the subject line says it all I'm a white girl with bleach blonde hair And I love dyeing it different colours Right now it is blue My favourite colour But my favourite colour to have it is pink However Pink fades What's happening Huh? Go on, go on However Pink fades annoyingly fast I wanted to get a long I wanted to get long baby pink box braids As a way to keep my hair pink Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it No? No, as in, don't get the box braids. That's oh. the answer. Oh, oh. It's, it's the I was like, stop the dilemma. No, no, I was no. like, oh. <laughs> so, is that the dilemma? No. Carry on then. Sorry, oh, well, okay, well, anyways, let me just carry on. I think braids are a beautiful way for anyone to have their hair, and I fully respect their origins in traditionally hard to manage afro hair i respect where the hairstyle originates from and i am in no way aiming to mimic the blackness traditionally associated with the hairstyle rather i want to pay respect to the sick hair look that it is like people's race pictures on instagram then (laughs) i'd use it for useful color maintenance do you feel that this is cultural appropriation do you consider this as an offense or insensitive thing for me to do i personally don't consider it to be so but I'm a white woman, so my voice isn't the one that matters here. I would love to get pink braids, but my desire to have pink hair is not justifiable reason to offend a group of people. If that be the case, please share your thoughts on the subject. Do you know what, right? Okay, so as a person, right, white people with braids doesn't massively make me feel like I'm so hard done by and how dare people. Mm. I just don't think it looks good, for one. Yeah. One doesn't look very good. It doesn't last. It doesn't last. You're, you're not wasting your money. It's going to drop off your hair soon because <laughs> the, the, the silk sleekiness of your hair doesn't allow it. It looks dumb. There was a girl was out yesterday, a girl with, with braids, white girl, and she had like, a dashiki around there. I thought, you fucking idiot. Oh, like, God, you look cringe. like a pleb. Like, and <laughs> I'm doing... sorry, I haven't heard that word in ages. <laughs> <laughs> like a pleb. So I don't really allow it, innit? Like yeah, allow it. Like, like yeah. Not only does people are people offended by it, doesn't look good. Yeah. It's just allow yeah, it. <laughs> it's just, no, yeah. Um, yeah, i my I've had the same kind of stance to be honest. Like I'm not really like when it comes to the hairstyle things, like I get it and I definitely do think like there is such a thing as cultural appropriation and stuff like that. But it doesn't re- like I'd be a liar if I was to say that like if I saw yeah. a, a white girl with long braids, like, I really feel a type of way. Like I really, I really genuinely wouldn't. Like that's just me personally. I'm not saying that other people don't have the right to feel away, but me personally, it wouldn't it wouldn't offend me. The only the only time I'd be not even offended, but I'd just be like, "What the hell are you doing?" Is if I saw someone with like a daishiki on, or someone just try, just doing the most, or just trying to have like, I just I don't think white people with dreads ever look good either. But yeah, look dusty. It just looks dirty. But that's just my personal opinion. So if you want to get the pink braids, get the pink braids in it. I think that you know you clearly understand like the cultural like heritage and all of that stuff and where it comes from and you clearly understand like you clearly understand what cultural appropriation means in it so if you want to do it do it but 
that's just my opinion. It doesn't offend me. So I'm probably the wrong person to ask. We're probably the wrong people to ask. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Just, do, just do it. Like, I'm not fussed about hair and stuff like that. I, don't being, do. I think it's going to look dead. If I'm completely honest. Imagine it pink as well. It's going to yeah, look pink. Dead. You're an idiot. It's going, you're going to look like a pleb. I can assure you. What about Latinas with braids? No, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't care. The fun, I'm not offended by it. I just think your hair section means it looks shit. Yeah, That's I my think, general yeah, consensus. It's it better with um, like coarser hair, doesn't I'm it? I'm not like, I'm not actually, the, the, what but offense, it doesn't, but it doesn't offend me. What's offensive about culture appropriation is the fact that you're not giving, like, you do it and you call it something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. call it box space. You, you call, like, yeah. take away its origin. And that's what a lot mm. of people, I think, anyway, find offensive about, mm. especially when it comes to hairstyles mm. and like, who you all... It's the fact that when other when when black girls do braids, it's unprofessional in the yeah, office. It's, yeah, you get picked out on. Like, do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. the problem. And then you can do it, take it, and make it like you're doing some kind of style and make money. Yeah, and make money make from money it. From and it. And, and, like you originated it. Like so. Like and like for real. Like we're tired of our colonizers stealing from us. It's, it's enough, isn't it? Mm. Shit, give us something. Yeah. So it's like. And I understand that's the offense in cultural appropriation, and I also think it looks dead. So I just I don't do it. Mm, yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, I think if you want to do it, do it. It doesn't. What back have you seen me braids? So you thought, yeah, no, I don't. I don't like it. But if she wants to do it, and they'll be using full on adult hair to do baby hair. Cut oh, that shit. Oh yeah, in it. Dye your hair blonde and deal with the consequences. Something Fun. they called it. Get extensions. Um, get a wig. It, get a wig. Curly tendrils. Imagine. Is that baby hair? You know? Curly tendrils. Get a wig. Slick down tendrils. Sorry. Move like Kylie in them, man. Mm. Get a wig. Yeah, just get wigs. <laughs> Dye the wig and put it and put it on your head. And top. then braid that and then take it off. Just don't braid it. Yeah, just only reason why she wants wig. braids is because she wants pink hair. Just yeah, yeah get yeah, the pink yeah, hair yeah, and drop yeah, the yeah, braids oh, out. To be a white woman, shit. I wish this was my problem. I imagine, and it must be so lit. It is just lit. Just getting her pink hair. It is oh. lit. Yeah, just get a wig. Just get a wig. That's actually a perfect answer. Just yeah, get, get a wig. wig and yeah. Call it a day. <laughs> Next dilemma. Next dilemma. Um, hi, ladies. I'll get straight to it. All right, now. My girlfriend's dad left when she was five, and though he has been in her life, has consistently let her down and made poor decisions, usually to do with a new woman, and promises that he can never keep. Okay. I recently found out that he owes her two grand from over three years ago. She never told me told me because she knew it would make me mad. He lost a lot of he lost a lot of money, and when he screwed over another woman. But it's charming and manipulative enough that it, that his two children rally around him whenever he fucks up. Okay, I have no sympathy. I also don't believe that a fifty-five-year-old man swanning around on holiday with a new woman on his arm oh. can't find two grand to pay his daughter back. Whenever she brings this stuff up, he gets upset and ends up pa- backing away from an argument and dropping it. This was really the last straw for me. My girlfriend is not naive; just incredibly kind and generous in spirit. There has been periods of her life where she's cut him off, but. That makes her equally as unhappy. It's difficult for me because I cannot stand him in caps. I'm always civil at her request, but I have no respect for him as a father or a man. I've told her that I can't relate. I'm blessed with an incredible dad, but I've always listened listened to and supported her. And I'm the one picking up the pieces, Mm. helping support her financially and getting in my car at 11pm to go give her a hug when she's sobbing over him again. It breaks my heart every time. I'm proposing in January. About 98% of me... Sure, she'll say yes. And as a fairly traditional guy, I have always expected that I would ask the father and understand mm. and understand also that he would feel put out if I didn't. I'm intending to ask her mother, of course, as a woman, as the woman that raised her, but I don't think her dad has any right to be a part of it. If it was up to me, he wouldn't even be at the wedding. It's not up to you. It's <laughs> not. Do I bite my tongue one more time for the sake for the sake and ask him? If so. Do I give him the talking to I've always wanted to? No. I.e. I've looked after your daughter more in five years than you have in all her 28 years. That's or do so... I just ignore it? My face. Or do I just ignore it completely and only ask the mum? Any advice would be great. Thanks, ladies. Keep smashing it onwards and upwards for you guys. You deserve it. Amen. Oh, thank you. For one, absolutely do not give her father any kind of stupid are you mad so are you going to ask for my daughter's hand in marriage and then you're going to give me a bollocking as well are you fucking mad who the fuck who are you soldier boy who I'm not that close dad I'm not that close to my dad but if any man are you mad Are you my dad? Yeah. Like, no way. Well, you are you fucking mad? And, and you also need to take into consideration as well that like, she would 
probably heartbroken if she knew that you didn't do that because you, you you know that that would be something that she wanted to happen. I do think she'd I mean? be pissed if you speak to her dad, you know? Yeah. Because I think... Like, you know, in terms even, of asking him for... Oh, for the hand in marriage. Yeah, no, I agree marriage, with that sorry. as well. I think that she's clearly she's clearly still a daddy's girl. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like from what you've said in your email, she's still yearning to please her dad, still yearning to yeah, have this course. relationship. Yeah. So I think that you need to tread very, very carefully how you deal with this. And I think you sound like an amazing stand-up guy and I, and I get that you love your girlfriend and you feel protective over her, but sometimes family business is family business. Uh-huh. And like, even though you are family and you're going to come into the family when you get engaged, I still feel like you kind of need to stay in your lane a little bit. Mm, yeah. And I think that you're taking on this burden when really just be there for her when she it does go wrong I feel like it's up to her to decide she when to cut her dad off it's up to her to decide that she needs to speak to her dad about things like it's yeah. it's not your place and I get that you want to be protective over her but I still think you need to stay out of it because it could end up backfiring on you exactly yeah, and exactly. sometimes the messenger gets shot I feel like even when you're married yeah Everyone's my husband. Face your front. My family mm. business is still my fucking family. Yeah, 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 you yeah, can't come exactly. and say that. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna mm. imagine my, someone owes my <laughs> like my husband's gonna go to my family home and give my mum or dad a talking. Mr. Windham, can we have a word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we have a word outside? No, my dad will be like, you, you give her my, a fucking money back. You need to mind your business. Yeah, my mum can owe me a million pounds. Exactly. That's my mum. Mind your business. Exactly. As long as I'm not taking it out of our family home. Right. You will mind your business. Right. If exactly. I take my family home, take mm-hmm. up with me. I, I was exactly. I don't give a fuck anymore. if I've cried to you mm. all fucking day, day, the exactly. whole twenty four hours, twenty five hours. In fact, mm. there's no way I could have cried to you all day. The next day, mm. call my dad and be like, oh, "I just spoke to my dad." But that's exactly. my dad. You can't tell that's me nothing. My, that's my. That's dad. my I totally papa. Agree. I think that he should still speak to the dad and get the hand in marriage. Get oh. the hand in marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and pe- keep it short and sweet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't need to do too much, but you need to inform him. Yeah, and don't be cheeky with it. Well, you know, you know, I've I've done a lot of years. Not saying that you haven't. I've done more than her mm. for him. Shut up. Yeah, definitely do not say he that. He thinks he's come and saved like, her and like taken her under any his part of you say that. I like, just feel like when it comes to family, you can't. Just don't let it consume cannot. you. It's what really I will do is I'll go to her dad. If, it, if I know it means something to my girlfriend mm. or whatever, go to her dad, ask for her hand in marriage, and if it, and if it like, Go from there. Yeah. Imagine he says no. It's still Yeah, don't what say can we have words with the dad. This is, this is not a matter yeah. of yes or no. It's a matter yeah. of like... Um, I'm just politeness. letting you know I'm kind yeah, of keeping you involved. I'm, I'm exactly, gonna, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even a permission. I'm not it's keeping you, you, it's yeah, keeping yeah, you yeah. in the loop. You know, I'm, I'm keeping you in the loop, loop bro. And that's so right. I totally agree. I'm keeping you in the loop. About should I talk to Should I give her dad a talking to? That is worse. Should I give her dad a talking to? That is nuts. But that head put in you, you deserve it. That is nuts. Are <laughs> hey girls Thank you so much For providing the most Refreshing podcast On so many levels oh, thank, thank, you. You. thank you It's amazing that you women Have created a platform That is inclusive And a safe space For women to share Their experiences Without dealing with judgement oh, Thank you Always So my issue is My stepmother Uh oh To give you some context My parents divorced When I was 7 to 8 years old And the divorce was so nasty mm. Looking back My parents handled the split Terribly And to this day I'm now 22 They do not speak oh. And when they do, it is extremely volatile. Refer to Dilemma 1. Again. <laughs> Again, I was just thinking that. Shortly after my parents' divorce, my dad hired a cleaner. Hired is in quotation marks and cleaners in quotation marks. Okay. So a girl. To help him around the house. The cleaner was another mum from my then school. Oh. Ill. Oh. Very quickly, this cleaner... Moved herself in and her son and her dog <laughs> Maybe she was house. an entrepreneur in house planning. Yeah. <laughs> This was never discussed to my sister and I, probably because we lived with my mother most of the time, but still, what the fuck? Whenever my younger sister and I would go to over to visit my dad, she would happily make it clear that we weren't welcome. She used to tell me I was fat and ah! that I shouldn't eat the treats she would provide for her son in our, in, her, in our presence. And it was always said behind my dad's back. I may have been young, but it used to affect me so bad. I would confront my dad about her, but I never believed, but he, I was never believed because I was a child. Oh. She was literally my childhood bully. As I grew up, I grew taller and more headstrong. I began to come confront her more and more of her terrible behavior. And by the way, she would take advantage of being with my dad for money. Hmm. But I would always be in the wrong and it meant my dad and I grew apart. Not that long ago, we were at a meal for my dad's birthday and obviously I had to attend. My sister showed a picture of her gay best friend to my dad and my stepmom just sat there in public and said, I hate gay people. 
I lost my shit. This woman is literally a nasty piece of work. I don't understand why my father is with her when she has hurt my sister and I all these years. She doesn't even acknowledge me when I'm in her company. It's just so fucking rude. I'm 22. Do I confront the situation with her and tell her exactly what I think for my dad's sake? Or do I pretend this woman doesn't exist and just see my dad on his own because she's the adult here? I don't understand why still nothing has been done. Help me because my... Because the anger I feel is mad. Thanks, girls. See me, I'm too fucking rude. You I'm too rude. rude. With the I'm last one. Rude. The solution. I'm rude. You can never be. <laughs> I'd be me. like, I'll, I I'll, don't I'm too rude. Shit. I'm too well, rude. From when I stopped getting beats, my mouth was wide and open. <laughs> because my dad's still going to be my dad no matter how I talk to you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So if you're unlike me and not a rude person, I won't be like, honestly, <laughs> suck your fucking yeah. mum, bruv. I would. Like, it's just even my readers. I found me no. Yeah. <laughs> I block aunties every other day. Mm, yeah. Like, talk shit to me. You're blocked. I, I, don't Mm-mm. talk to me anymore. You don't invite to my wedding. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the I use for all of them. My mum gets scared when some when a family member or someone else is rude to me in front of her because she knows me too well. Because like I'm going to say something and she just looks at me like, I'm going to say nothing, please. But, um, yeah. If you're not a confrontational person and don't want to be like, honestly, what's your problem? Whatever, whatever. Mm. See your dad without her. Yeah, That's definitely. It. That's what I was going to say. I feel like you kind of answered it. I think... I think some like honestly, I wouldn't keep on going back to a toxic situation. For what? For but then what? does she sorry, does does she speak to her dad about it? Because she's saying she's that clearly tried. She's tried. She's tried. He doesn't tried believe and he's her. not having it. He doesn't believe and he's That's still his, with her. And that one is matters of the heart. Cool. You yeah, do exactly. That. Let's yeah. be matters of the child. Exactly. Outside of this home then. Yeah, because clearly you've still got a good relationship with your dad somewhere. It's just this woman that's interfering. Oh, so me personally, and your dad, like, if he's a good dad, like how you've described him, he's gonna like question, he's gonna be like, Why are you not coming around anymore? Like, why do you always want to see me outside the and then you yeah. can just re- reiterate your point and just be like, because your wife is a disrespectful bitch. Yeah. And I'm not. <laughs> and she will get rocked. And she, yeah, exactly. And she will catch these hands. You're not a good person. must have would have planned, bro. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, here. Are you mad? I'd have put a man in my dad would have walked in. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Bro, we would have plotted. But um, yeah, I think that, that's what I would do. I just wouldn't keep on going back there for what? Like, why am I going back to a place where I'm just getting abused all the time? That makes no sense. Yeah, I would see my dad outside of just them. see like, your dad outside. Yeah, yeah that's, that's it. Definitely what I would that's do. like a tangible solution. Yeah, mm. and just don't let this woman get to you. You know, like if my dad was like, "He wants to see me. Cool, let's mm. let's meet." But like, I'm not coming to your house. Yeah. And I'll make and that if, perfectly yeah, clear. And if my yeah, dad does yeah. ask me why, I'm like, "Yo, your wife, your wife is horrible to yeah, me." Yeah, hundred percent. That's up to so you now. What you do with that. that piece of information? Yeah, you either sort that shit out, or you carry on seeing me the way you're seeing me. And it's mad though because sometimes I feel like these partners they proper brainwash the. The other parents Of course The parent can't even see it Do you know what I mean Because around you She's baking cookies She's cooking She's cleaning She's being sweet But then behind closed doors She's like you little, like Being nasty to the child <laughs> And there's like No way you can Kind of prove it Do you know I've what I mean wondered, Unless you record it Record it Like Record it What do Quote unquote step, Like bad stepmoms Get from what being you, exactly. horrible To a child Like Wouldn't it what just be easy get Just to get on that? it yeah. Get on with everybody yeah. And just be inclusive Like why is that fun It's an evil person Isn't it there's evil That's people in this world that you just can't explain things. They're just nasty. It's nuts, isn't it? But wouldn't you would think you would want peace and harmony within the Some family? Especially the... if the kids don't even live there. So you don't have to deal with them every day. Just bite the bullet for that one, yeah. two days it's and carry it. Carry on moving. You can't even do that. I think that says a lot about the person's character. But I do think, though, as parents as well, right? Like, again, like, I call your move, you know, you're moving someone in. But I feel like be honest with your kids and mm. be like, this is my new partner. Yeah. I live with her now. There's no point, like, Hoping that slipping them in the Just back slipping them in And then like I'm not saying Ask for permission Like I know someone There was like Her parents won't split up Whatever And then her mum Met a new guy And the guy just moved in There was mm. no like No one sat them down To be like it, yeah. This is gonna what's And I feel like Yeah like Let's start respecting our children. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, this is their space. Well. It's going to shake up their world as well. Cool, you've met someone new. No one's telling you not to. Yeah. But can you sit your children down mm. and be like, oh, mommy's got a new man now. Mm. This is not uncle. This is mommy's boyfriend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not everybody is uncle. uncle. Make them feel included yeah, in that. Exactly. In that, even though, as Tolly said, they don't have a choice. But or like, make them feel included as if they exactly. do. So mm-hmm. then they feel like, oh, my dad's come yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, like, you know what? He respects my opinion. But isn't that just so much more sense? I don't get it. It's, it's just makes sense. sense. Like, why is and common sense not common? And if the got kids, make sure the kids are blended. Just, like, yeah. Shit. I feel like people don't want to have easily lavish. You know, me, <laughs> I like to be comfortable and lavish and simple. I don't want complications. I feel like I make my life easier. Anything. So I'm thinking if I say if I take a guy with kids, it's going to move me in hun let's go meet your so children nice. let's like, like 
Let's just get on with it. Like, what's the issue? Like, bruh. I would be so nice. Me too. Like, they're going to love me. You'll love me. And yeah, you'd mother. expect as a stepmom, she'd be like, oh, let me overcompensate because one, I this will, isn't my child. And two, I want to show everything. him that I want to be good to his children. Exactly. If I get a guy me, with a teenage daughter, uh, oh, I've fam. won. Yeah, it's like you can mold yeah. her into I will mold telling. her too. <laughs> 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 it's going to be lit. It's just, it's mad. I don't but yeah, people. That is it. That is it. Oh, I feel like those were lovely versatile bunch of dilemmas a good versatile Mm. bunch of dilemmas Um, as usual thank you guys very much for sending in your dilemmas and allowing us to read out loud Um, if you have any dilemmas or issues or questions you can email us at keeptheveceipts at gmail.com that's keeptheveceipts at gmail.com if you guys want to put your opinions and your views you can tweet you sure using the hashtag the receipts podcast the yep. hashtag is the receipts podcast you can tell us if we gave bad advice you can offer your own piece of advice because mm-hmm. i don't know that people that send dilemmas often look at the hashtag, hashtag yeah um to see other point of views as well so yeah mm-hmm. that is it anybody mm-hmm. got lasting words oh yeah we launched our youtube channel we have oh, launched yeah. a youtube channel so that's really exciting so you'll be able to see some of the episodes let um, us know like visually which is dope <coughs> and i know some of you are wondering why we disabled the comments because people, people are move mad but exactly we don't want to deal with abuse yeah so basically protect your space exactly it's not, abuse it's not by force what's the comments gonna do what are they gonna do for me if you've tweet got anything it. to say tweet it we because check the hashtag regularly you won't be a bad man and tweet that Exactly. You won't tweet bad shit on things exactly. that can be traced. So exactly, but you want to do it in comments. So there's no comments, but you can watch us and there'll be more exciting content to come, right? Yes. Very yep. exciting. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And we look forward to sharing. Oh that my god, video. like and subscribe. <laughs> oh my god, like and subscribe <laughs> to our um, channel. And the Seeds Podcast on YouTube. <laughs> you press the like button down below. Yeah, hit it. Y'all can like it and then y'all can also subscribe. Yep. And then that way, when subscribe. you subscribe, you'll be the first ones to know all about our content. Know the fact. Join the Besiege family, like the bloggers say. In it, do it, do but it. But yeah, I've that's always wanted it. to say that. We out here, bitches. Out. See you later. It's your girl, Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Garden's Finest. And your mama said, I'm Elena Sanchez. Peace out. A town down. Da-da, Da-da, okay, da-da, da-da, yeah, da-da, da-da, okay.